Hello. Welcome to another episode of Sister Talk with your girl sister. Tonight, I uh, made me a little concoction up with some of the peach snaps, a little Ciroc peach vodka, some sparkling water, cranberry juice, and a little ginger ale. Shook that shit up. It's pretty good. It's like a refreshing uh, wine spritzer, I guess I would say that, but it's alcohol in it. And of course, I'm smoking on some good. And I'm also sitting up here. I was listening to um, some of my old records, and I remember I had, I had I was going with my first boyfriend when this came out. And this is uh, Sky. Let's celebrate, but it's off the Skyline album. Uh, disclaimer: I do not own the rights to any of the music that's being played on Sister Talk. These are just some of my personal vinyl albums that I just happen to be playing when I'm deciding to talk to you. Okay, let me turn this down a little bit. Tonight, my little rant is about the Gen Xers and Baby Boomers. Some of us younger, are, are these younger group, older groups. I've noticed a lot of the disrespect, and I ain't gonna even say really disrespect, it's just like they're bewildered because they have never, they probably have never had a real grandmama. And I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm just saying. So what they see is what old shows on TV or what somebody told them how they mama, like their mama must have told them how they mama was. You know, sitting up there in a house cold, Feet swole up. You thinking they 80, but they really 50. I had some relatives like that. I thought, you know, I'm thinking, damn. Hey, my grandma, my grandma was a business lady. She sold insurance. She was also a church person. And she was in like Eastern Star and all that. So she was conservative. I mean, she didn't care what you wore in the house. Because, you know, my mom. You know, shit, we in the, in the, in the 60s, 70s, my mom was always dressing whatever was out because my mom was young, you know. She was still in her 20s when she had, her early 20s when she had me and my brother. Okay, so, I li- I, I watched how my grandmother dressed and I know that's what these younger ones are probably going by, what they hear, how they, how they folks, you know, grandparents say, well, they probably never met a great auntie's never met. But anyway, they're getting so disrespectful and bewildered about us Gen Xers, especially we see late 50s, 60s, you know, and we looking good, we taking care of ourselves, we fine as fuck. Ain't nobody sitting around there with that hypertension and diabetes no more. Everybody's kind of woke on what we're supposed to be having. I think it's like the universe is coming into this alignment. And it's like, sort of like what they used to say, the age of Aquarius. is just like another different age for us. Another realm that's opening up and developing. We're getting to go back to basics. We're getting to know what all those things that we try to hurry past and call them ignorant. Because the successful people were mostly... The Caucasian and um, some of us blacks that was so that we was country this country we don't want to you know we don't do that we don't take cotton liver oil no more we go to doctors you know 
things like that. So most of us that remember that, we're looking on back to that and we're looking good, our skin firm, we're drinking real water, we're not drinking all this bottled water shit and our tap water's not good. So a lot of us are going to wells. You know what I'm saying? So we're getting, we're taking over social media. We let our hair grow, dread up, cut off short. We look good in anything we have on. Instead of wearing all them hot ass wigs and weeds, we leave it to most of the younger people. Now, I'm not saying all older people not wearing it, but the ones of us that embracing this ball look, we dressing it up. We've been doing lashes. Lashes been out since the 50s. That ain't nothing new. Hell, half of us in the 70s was wearing eyelashes when we went out or we seen our mamas putting them on and they didn't keep them on for weeks they put them on took them off just like like you would contact lenses wasn't lazy the disrespect most of them have on these platforms you put something on somebody come get grandma why they let their grandmama do this you know you see them on there that's i i got to me some of them old folks on there, they ought to be ashamed. You come under your brown panties, baby, your body ain't like that. Come on, let's be real now. Let's be real. Y'all ought to be a fucking shame of y'all self. Y'all seen with a, a tight-bodied young teenager out there, but you know you know your body and been through it all. And you coming out there, yeah, you just, you deserve what when they drag for your ass on that. But just if a person put on something... On a, a TikTok or Instagram page, and it might be uh, a meal that they cook. Okay, y'all younger than her. That lady probably been cooking before y'all even thought about. And how y'all gonna critique her on her food, especially if she's older than your mama? Because everybody think their mama could cook, but let's be real. Some of that bullshit y'all mama's cooking couldn't touch some of us old school. Collard greens in a goddamn can. Let's get fucking for real. A lot of, lot of us still buy bunches of greens and wash that shit and roll them and cut them. But some of us do because I do it. I buy bunches of greens. Did I buy a bag now? But I still have to wash it tender like, like if someone had cut them up for me. A lot of them do that Velveeta macaroni and cheese. What? Yeah, they had Velveeta when I was coming up. We didn't dare to think about putting it in our goddamn macaroni and cheese not my folks see I traced my lineage and I was blessed to have known my great grandmother my great grandmother was born into slavery y'all born into slavery she was five when slavery was over with and let's be real just cause they say you was out of slavery you really wasn't out of slavery cause then they started sharecropping sharecropping for the people that owned them that's why they had their last same last name that's why even that what those white folks did for them, though, they gave them land. They didn't give them 40 acres, but they gave them a whole damn neighborhood. You might as well say they probably did because they have a whole neighborhood with nothing but our relatives out in the small in the country. They got a church at a graveyard across the street. The white folks live on the other side. They let them have that. They gave that to them. So I come from a lineage of slaves, and they cooked. My great-grandmama, she was a cook for white people. It was like in the help. When she had to travel, when they had to travel, excuse me, she had to go with them. She had to leave her children to take care of themselves. It wasn't no, I leave them with my mama, leave them with that. No. She had to 
go to work. She had to leave and go sometimes different states, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida. Because she had to cook for them. You know, she was they, like, like they mammy, I guess. And my grandmama said, you know, she had to stay there. Well, her sister, 14, had to hurry up and marry somebody that was 18. So they wouldn't take their hair like a CPS back then, too. It was really hard on black kids because the white kids felt like they was they was taking the children out of that household that the black folks didn't deserve to have their children. So it was really tricky back in those days. Okay. The younger people now they just think that we're still conditioned like that. Like like that. We we not haven't evolved. Honey, we done been through most shit. The child asses would goddamn think is is that's incredible. We've been latchkey kids. We, I knew to stay in the house when we came here from New York. I was like five. When I got here at six, I knew how to stay by myself. My had an older brother that's supposed to have been watching me. Shit, my brother was down the street. We had to devise a mechanism, a warning sign. My grandmother went to her Easter style means, went to her church means, she went to her Elps means, she went to a lot of different means at night. She worked all day. She was insurance agent. When she, we knew, ten thirty, she's coming home. Every, on point every weekend. My grandma, eleven o'clock, she be already in the house. So we knew at ten fifteen. I knew at ten fifteen, flash the lights, the porch light on. My brother was in the neighborhood. And they knew when the lights come on, he knew to hit through the back. Get in the house like he was watching. He used to pay me. He used to go to the candy lady house. He buy me all this shit. All that candy, drinks, frozen. And I just sit there and watch whatever I want to watch on TV. Okay. We grew up like that. We grew up when we came home from school. If you had a parent that was working. Hey. You had to let yourself in. Well, no going on neighbor's house. Because your folks didn't let you run to everybody's house. No. See, we didn't do that. See, people don't believe that a lot of people poisoning kids and they call, call it hoodoo. Them church-going people that didn't like your mama or didn't like your grandmama, how she act. So those people right there, oh yeah, they never call my grandma's called nice nasty. Everything look nice, but inside nasty as fuck. It is the same with your person. Yeah, you got that smile out, but you really don't like them. Come on over, baby. I'll sit and watch so they can tell everybody how your your mama and daddy never home or your mama, your grandmother, your granddaddy, nobody's never home and they just leave you out like that. That's how CPS get involved. So you learn to use a key come in the house. You know, to do their homework. Well, my mama, I'm tell you about my mama. When I, had, when I used to have to come home and my mama had to go to work and my mama worked in clubs, nightclubs. But in the daytime, my mama did a little side work, you know, some little housework or something, you know. And my grandmother was, like I said, was an insurance agent for Booker T. Washington Insurance, all black insurance agency. And she worked from sun up to sundown because she was collecting that money. I knew. Look on that big, that big TV, that floor mile TV. There's going to be a letter, a note, a letter. You might what's the letter, ain't no note. Have my name on the salutation and all that shit. My mama wrote letters. And it tells you what to do. Food is on that stove. Wash those dishes when you get through. 
clean that kitchen up. Do your homework. Have your homework sitting on that dining room table when I come home. And have your ass in the bed by 10. I knew that's what everything says. I knew to clean the house up and all that shit. Now, the bed part, eh, somebody had to be at the house. Because I was not going to be in my nobody there. But we knew. We knew. If you answer that phone, you don't tell nobody, ain't nobody here, man. Speak to your mama. She said she'll call you back. My mama, she said she'll call you back if she ain't there. Or you don't even answer that damn phone. You don't answer the phone. We knew that. Somebody knock on that door. She ain't care if it was Jesus Christ. That's something right there. You ain't, you ain't answer no phone. They don't care who it was. See, we grew up in that in that type of environment. That is how that's how we was raised. So if we're doing something and we're putting it on social media. I think we deserve it. We've been through all of this shit. What y'all trying to go through? If y'all y'all think y'all is just made for y'all, and remember all the stuff y'all talking about, like that freak Nick documentary. Some of us are that age for freak Nick. Hell, I know I was in my early thirties when freak Nick first came. Or really, when freak Nick first came, I was in my twenties, but I was married. But. And I couldn't really go out and wear But when I had got my divorce, I was at Freak Nick for the first three years straight. And had been out of college. I'm praying that I hope. I don't think they had a documentary because I was kind of out at night time. Maybe I probably wasn't. I probably wouldn't recognize myself anyway. But. That's, we we not old old ass women that we got to sit down and say we never did nothing that we like Harriet Tubman or Sojourner Truth or Coretta Scott King. Those people had lives too. We just didn't hear about it because they didn't have no internet. But some of y'all get some y'all young ones. Y'all get real disrespectful. We older ones try to you know raise y'all up. We see something, we promote y'all. We buy shit from y'all. There be a lot of older older ladies out here trying to support the black girl movement. We trying to do this help. Man, y'all talk about us and we post something on there. You know, um, I post music. They're like I'm playing my music. I post the album of what I'm playing. I put mine on TikTok, Instagram, and, and it's, it pops up on Facebook because I haven't you know changed all that. But anyway, that's all I do. I try not to get on talking about any type of subject I do that on the podcast I don't get out enough for somebody to hit me in my comments and saying some stupid shit and when you look on their profile you can't even find a profile it'll be bots, there'll be somebody they doing that shit to stir up, people don't understand that's their job, they do that shit to stir up some kind of dialogue to get more likes that's what they do that Give a little interesting, you know, some entertainment to it. Because you're going to call, you know, a thousand people going to hit back on that one negative comment and talk about them. The creator don't have to say really shit, but just mention one thing. Everybody going to defend it. That's what it's getting paid for. So, well, y'all out here disrespecting us 
older women or even older men, y'all young heads, you know, disrespecting the old, old pops and, and this and that. And then, because women disrespect, they call that support. That is to me, don't get me wrong, it's not really disrespectful what they call us. Because I like to be called auntie, mama. I ain't heard the grandma yet, but I be the little kids. But mom, auntie, I take that as a, a, a sign of respect. But it could be saying, oh, bitch, oh, ho, old ass. They ain't saying that. They're giving you a term of endearment. But then you got some of yeah, She need to go home. She, was she out here in the club because I'm out here. Y'all don't own no clubs. I personally go to bars. If I don't go to a bar, I go to like a shot house or a club for older people. You know, mostly older people. But you'll be surprised at how many young girls in there trying to get sugar daddies. And then they just push us out the way. I mean, literally, they get mad, look at you, roll your eye, get all in front of your table and dancing on you. That's how a lot of them do. I mean, I'm not saying that it's right. And I'm not saying that, uh, well, I'm definitely not saying that it's right because it's not right. And But I'm not going to call them stupid because what it is is an ignorance because they ain't been raised right. They ain't been taught right. See, they in desperate situations too. A lot of people don't want to work now. So many people, you go in places, only two cashiers and then it's a full store. Nobody wants to work. You know, COVID kind of messed everything up. And people had got lax for two years. Well, but the point of my whole thing was we all need to give each other respect. I mean, as older ones, as Gen Xs, as baby boomers, we, we really have came up, a lot of us. A lot of us are still stuck. But we went through a lot. So we didn't have social media to cover ours. We went through a lot of shit. Now anything happened to anybody, a child or anything, or teenager, it's on on, you know, it's on blast ten minutes later, just about. See they they have not having to hide a whole shit in you. So if we want to get out there, we're proud of our accomplishments. A lot of us married when we was young. A lot of us went through an abusive relationships. A lot of us have um, came up, you know, went through the 90s at raising, they're trying to raise our children in the 90s when they had the crack epidemic. A lot of us have got caught up in the crack epidemic, whether you were selling it or whether you was using it or both. You know, and we fought and we overcame. A lot of us now are speakers. We're evangelists. Some of us are telling our stories. Trap queens. Trap queens ain't got no young, young baby, no young teenagers on there. They got grown women that have been through that. They in their 40s. It may be late 30s at the most, but they in their 40s and 50s. Some of them in their 60s. Women have been through some stuff. And us older women, we got to, I mean, I'm not saying that we're trying to take over what they doing because, you know, it was like that when we, we was at that age. You know what I'm saying? 
we figured that the older people's trying, when they see them in trying to do disco, when they were trying to do, you know, when straight doing all other kind of dances, you know, anything we was doing, what is that old woman, she do, what, they need to sit down. I've done that. I've said, oh, they need to sit down somewhere. But with some things, we need to leave them, let them folks have. I know if you find you feel like you done worked on your body and you want to show it, Baby, suffer real now. When you was 20s, 30s, maybe even 40s, yeah, you was fine. You was beautiful. Oh, you had it going on. Especially up in my age era, because I knew back then, the, the 70s, 80s, and the 90s, celebrities. People was following celebrities. They was grouping like a motherfucker. And they wanted to be in everybody's video by the time the 80s and the 90s came. So, you know, dead is. But don't bring that shit into your 60 and talking about 75 and you out there half naked. I don't give a fuck how fine you is. You've had your heyday. Let these girls go. Because if you notice by now, ain't nobody trying young that's fine trying to get on, t on there no more. Unless they on it for uh, OnlyFans. Because they ain't trying to get on there no more. They going back into the herbal, spiritual times. They ain't trying to do that shit. There's a lot of them big bitches out there that going up there half naked because they finally feeling, you know, proud of their body, which they should. And I don't mean big bitches in a derogatory way. I mean, it's like I was saying to my lad, they have skinny bitches, fine bitches. That's just what I'm saying is my part of, of just saying like, I, hey, I embrace you. I understand what you're going through. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Y'all want to get on that naked? That's y'all. Y'all ain't shaming y'all body. That make y'all experience even good. You know why? Because you ain't got no trick mirror. You look in your mirror every damn day. You know what you look like. I ain't for the sugar. Girl. You know what the fuck you look like. I look in the mirror every day and I look at the girl. You ain't fine. You might be silhouette like you will. But baby, you got some bumps and bangs around up. And then you got to do something about it. I know what I look like. So if I go out with shorts and got a little say like, I don't give a fuck. Because I know what I look like. I ain't got no trick me. Ain't nobody tell me. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what I am. And for a bigger girl to go out there and she show her herself and she feel proud of what she are, let her do that shine with her. I try to hit a like on all of it because I feel like this. I want you to shine. Everybody should shine. Your spirit gives you. We bring a whole new different vibration in, if y'all notice. We need to lift each other up. We need to grab our younger sisters by the hand. And you can't tell them what to do. But you kind of like to let them know, girl, if you fuck up in life, it's okay. We, I've been there. I've been there. If you, if you mess up, hey, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. You know? It took me my second time in prison. First year, I ain't think shit of it. My first, second time in prison when I went to feds. And I had to sit there and I had to think. You know, what am I doing wrong? It's my second time. What am I not getting? I started writing myself down. Something in my little book. We had to get those black and white composition books in prison. And I would write down something every day. That I'm finding out about myself. I had to. Get back to myself. You see what I'm saying? It's the same thing that we 
should be telling the younger people, tell them the our stories. I mean, you don't have to go tell your business, but if you see a, you know, somebody really drag, drag for her on, on social media, talking about she ought to be ashamed of her, you need to get in there and give her some kind of encouragement. Y'all do it for these dried up ass has being singles. Y'all know some of these motherfucking old singles on here. They need to sit down somewhere and retire. They do not sound good at all. And I'm not going to call none on that. But I've heard one. I love his album. It's a dude. I love his album. That man so fine. Looks so good. Even now he still do. Man, I heard him live. And that man hit a howl. I said, now, you know you're a tenor anyway. Bring that falsetto down. You ain't no true falsetto. So bring that down a bit. Change it up. If you can't hear a note, don't go out there. Some of y'all need to some of y'all need to just sit down and let these younger cats get up there. But y'all women to get out there and when they when somebody tell the truth or somebody did somebody said, he need to sit down because he sure sound horrible. Oh baby, when I looked at the cover, four hundred and sixty some women got on there laying him out about talking about they Star, why we can't do that for each other? When you see somebody down in the sister, why can't 400 or 500 women get on there on that page and make them shit, take their shit down? Get on them so bad that they can't even respond to everybody. But we don't. We sit there talking, ooh, Lord, no, he didn't say that. Ooh, and, just, and, and go back, scroll back, trolling on the folks' page instead of putting a like or something, or something that not even a like, a little comment. If you put a heart, you know, I'm not here to try to, let me tell y'all this. I'm not here trying to tell anybody what to do. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm just me, and I'm just giving you my rant and raves. Well, that was my rant and my rave for tonight. As with all, I'm going to wish you love and wish you peace. Be safe out there. And I'm out.